back to Decap, the Disney Channel and Original Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Megan. Each week, we watch a Disney Channel original movie, we talk about it, we judge it, and then we attempt to put it on our official DCOM ranking list. This week, we are watching the 2008 modern Cinderella story with a rock and roll twist, Camp Rock. And we have a very special guest. He has a BFA in musical theater. He is a Mario Kart champion, a board game rager, and he has an ass that has ripped 53 pairs of pants to date. Please welcome my roommate, Matthew Clark. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel honored to be here. Oh my gosh. That was so, that was so, that was so <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. I think that's the first. Welcome. I think that's the first time that you've introduced me as your roommate, at least that I have heard to other people. Really? I don't know. Maybe I'm just that's not crazy. paying attention. Could very well could be. I don't know. <laughs> Happy to be here. I love it. You're the final Infinity Stone of my roommates as guest on the podcast. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so I was so, the one. Very happy. Wait, what was the last one? He, he ripped it out of. Oh, I was Vision. Oh my gosh. You, yeah, you ripped vision. it out of my head. <laughs> what That's, an honor. Uh, that is a crazy <laughs> honor. That is a crazy honor. Wow. So, Matthew, what is your relationship with DCOM? With Did DCOMs. you grow up with them? So, I grew up, here's the yeah. thing I grew up around them. So, adjacent to them. You know, in, in, in a little parallel to yeah. them. No, so, like, I was never, like, my mom never really let me watch, like, a ton of stuff. So, like, I missed a whole bunch of, like, regular like children's shows and movies that like other people had watched and then as I have gotten older basically like since college and beyond I've kind of like started to try to like catch up and like watch them so this movie I didn't even watch I did not watch as a kid I didn't watch it until I would say like what I was probably at WVU like 20 2017. <laughs> That's, That's wild. Crazy. That's yeah. wild. But so, would you say that this oh. is your top favorite? It's it's close. It's close. Listen. Ooh, what's your oh. top favorite? I think Lemonade Mouth is my favorite. Oh. I think I'd have to rank Lemonade Mouth. But honestly, here's the thing. Okay. So I didn't see Camp Rock as a kid. But I did see Camp Rock 2, the final jam, when I was a kid. I snuck it. I snuck it when my mom wasn't <laughs> home. She was still at work. I turned it on. That's how I watched, like, Spongebob and, like, some other Cartoon Network stuff. Like, was when my, my, my mom wow. wasn't home. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I can't believe you watched it out of order. I know, right? It's, yeah. it's influenced everything. It's changed the course of my life, <laughs> truly. <laughs> So why did you want to join us on this decom? I mean, is it just because you love it or is it because you wanted to talk about the first one, really deep dive into it since you recently came I mean, across there it? is a lot of passion for Camp Rock. I rewatched this movie a ton. When when Megan like came to me, <laughs> because I knew that you guys had done the podcast, I listened to it a little bit and then she was like, listen, we're doing Camp Rock. And we had talked about it and I was like, yo, Camp Rock, <laughs> it's it's pretty dope. It's legit. It's uh, <laughs> that snowballed into uh, us watching it, rewatching it, and then we rewatched it again. Pretty it's pretty fun. fun. It's oh pretty my fun. Gosh. My first opinion of it though was like I thought it was like absolutely horrible. I was like che- che- <laughs> not like cheesy, you know, like a cheesy kind of horrible. Yeah. But I don't know, as I've gotten older, and I don't know what that says about me, my opinion has uh, 
for it has gotten uh, better. I have come to respect it more. That is called That's Stockholm so Syndrome. Happy to have it. <laughs> but you know what? I have it too. I love this movie. That's how we're running it. Me too. That's how we're running it. There we go. So let's let's start off. But first, Sabrina, could you please hit us with a summary? Long story short, Michi Torres is poor. And that's about it. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that, but it's um, true. But, it was true. But really, when Michi Torres gets the opportunity to attend the music camp of her dreams, she finds herself in a web of deceit when she tries <laughs> to fit in with the other rich campers. <laughs> so mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love to make it sound more interesting than some of them actually I are. I get yeah. that. <laughs> so, okay, let's kick it off with our memories. Matthew has kind of given us his his connection mm-hmm. to this movie. Yes. Sabrina, what was your like memory or connection to this movie before rewatching it? I loved this movie growing <laughs> oh, up. Yeah. I was a huge Demi Lovato mm-hmm. fan, huge yes. Selena Gomez fan, like that whole era of Disney actors were my favorite. So I watched this all the time. Mm-hmm. And I remembered going into it that Mitchie wanted to go to Camp Rock. It was like the mm-hmm. big thing. And then the Wizards of Waverly Place mom was her mom because mm-hmm. she's the mom. She's fantastic. So we'll she's get to incredible. that later. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember that her mom worked in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then Mitchie was being a dumb mm-hmm. teenager mm-hmm. and lied to everyone. And it got out. And so, so you remember the whole plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and my my favorite thing was I remember the Jonas Brothers playing weird caricatures of like mm-hmm. versions of yeah. themselves. Yeah. And I was like, why though? <laughs> like I really couldn't remember like what the point of them was. But I remember yeah. them. I like you. I was obsessed with this movie as a kid. I had Camp Rock pajamas. I had a Camp Rock tote bag. I had the CD. I had it on DVD. Yeah. I re- this is a core memory. My fifth grade chorus sang This Is Me. And they had auditions for a solo for like to sing the first part. Damn. And I auditioned and I didn't get it. Oh, no. <laughs> so I sang the chorus with my fifth grade chorus at the Charleston Town Center Mall in the Starbucks Plaza in front of the elevators. We sang this song. <laughs> I remember singing This Is Me every day after every seeing day. this. Like oh my every God. single day of my life. And I thought I was incredible. Yeah. I thought I was living my best life. I was a rock star. It was the best I was song out in my ever. lawn. Yeah. <laughs> every, day, every day singing it to my yeah. unwillingly like to hear it neighbors yeah so that was great the crazy thing about this i probably haven't seen this movie since i will say generously 2000 that was wild that was wild when you told me that before we watched and it. that's crazy yeah and watching the movie i sang every song Perfect. verbatim like i knew all <laughs> me of too. the words <laughs> me too that was crazy <laughs> it's truly shocking like i believe some of these disney movies have brainwashed me at this point because yeah. i have so many core memories from them mm-hmm. but also i remember every single song lyric to movies that i feel like i didn't even watch <laughs> or listen to yeah. repeatedly i just know them. nuts that's wild shocking so, would you all like to know a little bit about the writer and director Absolutely. of this movie? Yes. 
amazing. <laughs> so first off, I'm going to start out. So this movie actually does have a tomato meter on oh, shit. Rotten Tomatoes. Not all of them do. What this one does. This movie has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 48%. Yo, just <laughs> oh, under man. 50. Yeah. Wow. It's not bad. It has an audience score terrible. of 75%. No. See, that's, that that's a little sense. bit more like it. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. So <laughs> this movie has four writers. The movie was written by Karen Gist, Regina Y. Hicks, Julie Brown, and Paul Brown. Now, if you listen to the pod, Karen Gist and Regina Hicks also wrote another decom that we have done, Jump In. Yo! Yeah. Oh. They also uh, they also were writers yeah. on a lot of like prominent black sitcoms from the 90s, early 2000s, like oh, Sister, nice. Sister, yeah. um, Very nice. I think Girlfriends, a few others. But we kind of dive more into them on the Jump In episode. So mm-hmm. Paul Brown actually wrote another camp movie called Party Camp. And it is from the 80s or 90s. And it is rated R. So this is not his first rodeo with camp movies. He and Julie Brown, the other writer, also wrote on the show Quantum Leap and X-Files. But the coolest thing, Julie Brown. You may Mm -hmm. recognize her. She's also an actor. She played the gym teacher in Clueless. But something you might recognize her from even a little more. Mm -hmm. She played Dee La Duke. In the movie Camp Rock. Oh, the um, the uh, redhead, the the, the camp counselor camp, lady, camp counselor. Yeah. Oh the my camp, god, that scene just went other by. Adult. <laughs> Matthew is currently watching this as we yeah, he has it on in the background. It's to my left. We have to have some references. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the only other adult at Camp Rock besides Mitchie's mom and Brown. Yeah, wrote that's, the movie. <laughs> That's questionable in the it is. in in the realm. Yeah, for sure. Wow. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. This movie really cool. was is. directed by Matthew Diamond and a <laughs> lot of his director Yeah, Matthew. Another Matthew. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was meant to be. It was. A lot of his uh directing credits are live shows that are broadcasted for television. So he's directed for Met Opera Live, Live from Lincoln Center. He directed The oh, Wiz nice. Live, and he's directed oh, wow. a lot of episodes of So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, cool. Fantastic yeah. show. So I, I don't know. I feel like that just that stands out to me because a lot of these are like shot concert style, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, th- I thought that it was shot very well. So I thought he did a great job. Okay, let's move into the positives, shall we? Please. There's so, so many. So, Matthew, let's start with you. Let's, I want to hear everything you have to say. I want everybody, everybody to know here that this list is unhinged. I have not <laughs> read this back to myself since making the notes. I do have a pro and con list. It goes on for a little bit. So, I'm gonna also, tr- I'll skip some stuff if we need to. Yeah, we can skip around. We can skip around. Also, I need yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. to know I saw Matthew's list. It is absolutely unhinged. There are pictures. <laughs> there are doodles. I, we're, I'm going to have him screenshot some of his notes and we'll post them on the Instagram just so you can see. You can take the whole, whole thing. whole thing is yeah. available. <laughs> just send me the doc. <laughs> no shame. No shame. We'll start off. I've written down opening chord. Damn. <laughs> because it sets the tone right away. It's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Matthew has like second by second judgments. It, it's a I lot. It. Okay, we're moving on. Um, I think the scene, right, actually, conveniently, the scene is playing right now to my left. <laughs> I'll narrate a little bit. I have written down hair play. I think that's in reference to Demi Lovato constantly playing with her hair during the opening song. I wrote that as a pro. Yeah. I think it sets the okay. scene, sets the character, you know? We establish okay. Mitchie, sure. you know? We establish Mitchie. She's indecisive. Yeah. Makes terrible decisions. We get to that. We yeah, get to that later. <laughs> we get there, yeah. We get there. One of my pros, let's see, we'll skip around here. The way the dad says burgers. <laughs> can i jump off of that for a second absolutely go for it i i did not know going into this movie that she had a dad like in my in my brain i was like oh mitchie i thought that mitchie's mom was a single mom and then when we were watching the movie they referenced the dad in the breakfast scene and i went wait her dad's not dead and Matthew was like, yeah. no, she has a dad. And so then I, in my head, I was like, oh, I guess she has a dad, but we never see him. And then we see him on screen. And I was like, so you're telling me she has a father and we see him? I thought yeah. he was mm-hmm. dead. I completely omitted him from my memory. Like yeah. there was no memory of the dad ever showing up. The only the scenes that he is in is one when she comes back from school and they're like, oh, we got you tickets to Camp Rock. And then we don't see him again until he comes and hugs his daughter at the performance of like the yeah. very end of the movie. Very end. Only yeah. two. Maybe Maybe he's, he's, a, maybe he's a hardworking man. I don't know what his job maybe. is. You never know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. That's true. No. I shouldn't have assumed he was dead. But he... <laughs> <laughs> he's, I understand why you omitted him though, you know, like, maybe, like in, yeah. in your brain, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, burgers. Burgers. <laughs> he just burgers. says it's so dad like. I had to write it down as a pro. I love it. We're going on. Oh, so we. I'm gonna set the scene. They're driving. So they're driving into camp, and she's like, "Oh my god, mom! Like, holy shit, bro! It's Camp Rock!" <laughs> and then we get this beautiful artistic shot going in of all of these all of the the campers just doing random random shit yes random shit yeah it was a really good shot it's a good shot i loved that shot my i I have written down as a pro the the b-boys doing random backflips off the fucking bus parkour sick i'm like i go to this camp this is the middle of the day not the, no no no. This isn't the middle of the day. This is the beginning of camp. Arrival. Probably yeah. like nine, yeah. eight a.m. in the morning, and they're doing back yeah. backflips off a bus. Bro, they are hyped for Camp Rock. <laughs> Sabrina, I don't know if you'll agree with me, but this movie felt like Governor's School for the Arts twenty fourteen, but with a bigger like more resources. <laughs> like, a more the money. Way, yes. Yeah. No, absolutely, but also on crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Like that's yeah, absolutely for sure. Absolutely. Oof. So we'll we'll go bounce back and forth mm-hmm. between our lists. Mm-hmm. We're still in our positives. So Sabrina, let's hear mm-hmm. a positive from your list. Well, I'm gonna tell you guys my favorite part that I was not expecting it to be my favorite part. Oh, okay. um, I'm excited. We're getting right to it. It was uh, 
Kevin Jonas. <laughs> what? No. Honestly, my, nope. my favorite part of this movie is Kevin Jonas. I think it is ridiculous. His no. character is unnecessary, but he had me rolling. I can't I, believe you. I, I loved it. I thought it was absurd and ridiculous, and I loved every second of it. This is the most, this is the most controversial thing you've ever said on the podcast. I'm going to have to. This is coming from, I, I was a childhood Kevin Stan, and I thought he was one of the worst things in this movie. No, his acting, I mean, all the, the Jonas Brothers acting all are terrible in my opinion. Yeah. But I, his character within the movie, I was like, I love you. You're so wholesome and dumb, and I love what you bring to this. So I still, I still like Kevin Jonas a lot. I feel like Kevin Jonas didn't want any of this. All he no, wanted was to, all he wanted was to play guitar in the background with his little brothers. That's Which all he wanted out of life. They do. And then Joe Jonas had to go and get an acting career, and now suddenly Kevin has to do all of it as well. But he <laughs> killed it. He went in and was like, "I'm going to do the most if I'm going to do it," and he did. And I loved that. <laughs> I'll, respect, I'll respect your opinion, although I disagree. <laughs> That is fine, but he had me rolling, and I forgot that they were like even really in this mm-hmm. as much as they were. The the fucking birdhouse. I literally was. I want you to know right now. So Sabrina, I just need you to know, Kevin is firmly in my con category. <laughs> firmly, but I just want you to to read this. I think it says birdhouse. In quotation marks, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? No, absolutely, a hundred percent. And I, no, I think his character is absolutely unnecessary, but I loved it, and I will stand by that. I respect it. Till yeah, I, I, respe- I respect. I respect it. it. I do. It, it, I, I think he's better in the second movie, if I remember, I think, which I yeah. probably also have not seen since twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah, I, I could not tell you about the second movie. I haven't seen that in. Well, so Matthew long. will be back on for whenever we do Camp Rock. I haven't seen yeah. that movie since February of this year. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so two months ago. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. I also, I'll I'll bring in another character that I love. And maybe this one won't be so controversial. (laughs) (laughs) I loved Caitlin. She told it how it is. She's the realest. She was everything. Also, I'm in love with Allison Stoner. So that Mm. also may be a bias, but loved Caitlin as a character throughout the whole movie. That girl had, and I wrote it. In fucking lightning bolts, zingers, bro. <laughs> Every fucking yes. thing Allison Stoner said was a zinger. Especially when we got into the whole Tess Tyler bullshit, which we can discuss. Oh yeah. When we, when, oh my god. We can discuss when we get to negative the con yes. category. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we can go no. off. But zingers throughout the whole thing. It, Oh, yeah. I loved that she was 30 years old in this movie. Literally. (laughs) She had, not not literally, sorry. (laughs) I thought actually. No, Allison Stoner was a teenager, but she felt like she was 30 years old. Like the things that she was saying, I think one of them was she was like, Mitchie got drowned in her life. And then she called (laughs) to her mom. To Mitchie's mom. Yeah. Out of yeah. like, out of she's pocket. out of line, but she's right. <laughs> yeah. She's and then she calls she calls Ella and Peggy lemmings for Tess Tyler. I say T word if I've ever heard one. So good, <laughs> so good. No, you're you are Sabrina. I agree, Caitlin. While while we're talking about characters, I want to throw out some characters I love. Mm-hmm. First of all, 
Mitchie's mom. We have to Absolutely. Yes. She is 110%. perhaps the best decom mom we've seen so far. Would I venture to I say? Would, I would agree. I she is, loved her. We've seen some really good decom dads. Mm-hmm. But yeah. out of the moms, she's the best. She's so yep. supportive of Mitchie. And oh, I just love her. She's a hardworking lady. She's a good cook. Yeah, she makes some um, dope shit in the kitchen. For those campers yeah. that is unappreciated, unappreciated yeah. by so true. the campers, her own daughter. However, I am glad that the, what's that guy, Brown, tries to shoot a shot on her, you know? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. I was like, she <laughs> Brown is, was another character. Brown I like. is fantastic. Yeah, I Brown love Brown. Brown is very good. The adults he, in this movie. The supportive dad to Joe, but like the supportive yes. adult yeah. slash uncle, like cool uncle to the campers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's fantastic. Yeah. Also, he, okay, we can't forget that he had some awful lines. Like, poorly. <laughs> Bad. Written. Yeah. Like, give me a Some of the jokes. writing in it give me is a little, <laughs> a little iffy. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, like, heavy handed on, like, the cheesy jokes definitely mm. is what they I think that was a product of the time, um, though, as well. Like, when was, this was 2000, sure. when did you say, Megan? 2000 and... 2008. So we were like mid 2000s. This is that pop culture was kind of different. Yeah, this is Obama era presidency. Obama. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, two some other characters I like. I loved. I didn't know their names because they never say them in the movie. But on IMDb, they're listed as Baron Sander, the two boys who dance. Yo, they're so. I love them. And the drummer boy. The drummer boy. I wanted those three boys. To have bigger roles. They should have. Yeah. I think they, they're they featured a little bit more in Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. As as they, as they should, should be. I but by so. a little bit. Not by like a whole ton. It's still like the, it's still the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato. And then that whole camp yeah. star drama. We won't talk about it. That's for another time. Another, another time. <laughs> <laughs> also, another character we need to spotlight, at least in my opinion. Peggy. Peggy. Loved her. Peggy. Loved her, yeah, had great development, and mm. also her Slapped. song at the end. She killed it for just going out there and doing Unprepared, her own thing. Just yeah. random, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I will say, I wanted more of her character. I feel like we were just like we didn't fully earn the ending that she got. I wanted it more happened of her, suddenly. and I also felt like, like I think that's what it did. Very, yeah, very, very quick. quick, and I. For me, I was just like, she's too nice throughout the whole movie to be friends with Tess. Like, I wish we could have just seen a little more struggle for her, you know? Because I was like, why are you letting, why are you friends with Tess at all? Because she's so nice. It's true. But Tess Tyler ropes everybody in. That's true. That's true. true. She even got Alison Stoner in the It's true. Wild. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Bonkers. Yeah. Very crazy twist. Yeah. Also, speaking about how like quickly things turned around at the end. I felt like the plot of this movie moved both so fast and so slow at the same time. <laughs> like, I felt like it was sprinting, Drag. but also like sprinting maybe through like Absolutely. molasses. Like it Absolutely. was just, yeah, really well, weird like, experience. It, it doesn't really like, yeah. we're just experiencing like days at this time. I'm pointing to the screen behind me. Like we're we're very early into uh, like, yeah yeah like Joe Jonas is searching for he just heard the song the he beautiful just heard the song. song the siren song I 
I love that you have the movie on in the background. It's so good reference. You can just see it it's every good, now and then. It's a good reference. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like, it yeah. goes like, you, you know, scene by scene slowly. And then like at the very end, like suddenly like. So quick. Everything it's at the end happening. of camp already. <laughs> yeah. And it's been like yeah. maybe, I don't know, like I thought like three or four days possibly. Like maybe a week or something. Yeah. And they're there the whole time. And then like days, 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 days. Also, it's like, yeah. I, this is, this is a compliment. It's not, I don't have this written down, but. It's crazy that they did five songs essentially back to back and it still worked. What like, it five? worked well. Oh, the fu- uh like uh, like Final in Final Jam. Jam. So yeah, like yeah, you yeah. had like the Asta La Vista, oh. you had Tess's uh boring song that's the worst song in the movie and <laughs> uh you had Keggy's yeah, song sure. This Is Me and We Rock. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I think yeah. it works because like the whole movie we're building we're building to that climactic yeah. ending. So many ends yeah. are being finalized. Yeah. People are finally mm-hmm. standing up to test Tyler. Mitchie's finally yeah. standing up it, for herself. Yeah. It's When it's Mitchie stands a- up for herself against Tess Tyler, Amazing. great moments. Amazing. Mitchie standing up for herself Solid. whenever are good. always good moments. Pro, definitely a pro. Amazing. Yeah. Pro category. Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Let's let's hear some more pros from your list. Oh Matt. my gosh! So sorry that I just we'll, read we'll bounce only around. my pros from the first three minutes. No, no, no! <laughs> it's okay. We this we don't really have a structure. Yeah. <laughs> the structure yeah. okay, okay. we want it. So we I'm gonna don't. go and I included a picture here. The meat scene. There's so much hamburger meat. <laughs> oh, bonkers! And I have written. Love that. That's a pro. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of burgers. I know that they're eating good, and I have that meat, meat in all caps. That's definitely a pro. Definitely pro. And now, piggybacking off of this, might be a conspiracy. I have it linked Mm -hmm. in my notes. Immediately after that meat scene, they're, like, performing. Um, Oh, my God. It's little. We're synced up. This is crazy. It's happening as I speak (laughs) behind me. This man, the uncredited dude, hits, I shit you not, a quadruple pirouette out out of nowhere. Clean, absolutely yeah, clean. Yeah. And so I wrote that heat, all caps, meat and heat, this, immediately one after the other. <laughs> this is a great thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in and pull a positive from my list. Bouncing off that, the choreography and the background absolutely killed in it. This movie made so it good, crazy. So and I'm good. saying background dancers specifically because I will talk about lead dancers in negative. <laughs> yeah. The dancing in Who's Got What It Takes and Asta La Vista. Oh, Asta La Vista's oh my god, heat crazy with the trampolines. Yeah, solid, solid so choreography. Cool. So absolutely dope. solid. Yeah. yeah, and Matthew is a dancer for those listening. So like, a bit, I mean, just a little. He he knows. Okay. <laughs> just a I can little. recognize a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. Now I <laughs> the I am, crazy. and I'm. This might be a controversial opinion, and uh, I personally think that the choreography in Camp Rock Two is better than Camp Rock. Mm. But I think that's just because Camp Rock 2, the final jam, feels a little bit more high school musically in the terms of choreo, Mm. which would make Mm. sense because Camp Rock came out first and that was followed by High School Mm -hmm. Musical pretty quickly, I think, afterward. Like mid... No, High School Musical was first. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Ignore everything I just said then. I don't know. Like, it just feels a little bit more like, a little bit more like formulaic. formulaic. Like, it's just bigger, like bigger shots. Everybody's a little mm-hmm. bit older. They're doing a little bit, I think, a little bit more challenging choreo. It looks a little cleaner. But no, absolutely yeah. solid. 
the choreography in the first mm-hmm. one is fucking fire. MGC approval yeah. for it's, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I also we brought up where Joe is looking for Mitchie, like looking for the singer of the uh-huh. song. And I forgot that this happened, but Megan, I know you love a montage. Mm-hmm. I do. Start the party audition, yeah. like yeah. quote unquote audition montage. So fun, but also we need to shout out the, the trio girls. that comes the to girls. the diving board. Yo, yes, so I had good. This written down. Their voices. Oh my God. Everything. They're so good. Very, like, very Little Shop of Horrors, like, those, like, the three women who do, like, doo-wop stuff in Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. It was giving that. I love it. But their voices were incredible. Yep. And yeah. I was like, why do we only see two seconds? Yeah, give me more of that yeah. shit. Where'd they go? Where'd yeah. they go? They're, they're at camp, too. I was too. so sad. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. when I say that, Sabrina, because I literally have in my notes as well that it's, I say... Uh, three-part Cinderella harmony, I think is what I, I written down. Yeah. It was just so, out of nowhere, because you got like some so bad good. performances in that montage, and then to immediately yeah. flip yeah. right to like, it was, I think the one girl uh, walked past the window, and she was like looking at it, she was like, She was on the oh, prowl. No. Get me. Yeah. She Get me was Joe. on the prowl. <laughs> and he was in his there bed. There were some that were concerning. Like, very concerning. Yeah. Scary. A little it scary, wild. a little wild, yeah. but then immediately, I'm gonna so good, so good. I love. It. I'm gonna pull. I'm yeah. gonna pull a positive mm-hmm. from my list. Joe and Demi Lovato yeah. have chemistry. <laughs> they have <laughs> the most chemistry we have yet to see. They're so fun. They're so flirty. That canoe scene was so cute. I was. I was. I felt. I felt butterflies watching it. <laughs> I felt like I was 10 years old again. <laughs> I do need to say, I have never seen two people closer in a shot than all of Demi and Joe's scenes because yeah. they are like almost nose to nose Yeah, in every shot, whether they are just speaking or the singing mansion. to each other. And I'm like, this is honestly to a point where any normal human would be uncomfortable. Like, why are you singing that close to my face? Mm-hmm. It's because they're but for them. It was <laughs> the tension. The tension was palpable. It was yeah. palpable. It was. I magnetic. was sitting there. I was sweating at points. They were just so <laughs> in love. Oh my god! The chemistry. <laughs> I had to take a blanket off. It was. It was crazy. Oh sheesh. Oh my gosh. I. I also want to talk about just in general. Demi's voice fire i mean their ad-libs in some of these songs are crazy and like i didn't catch them as much when i was younger but like especially in like the last song some of the stuff that they do in the background i was like they're going so hard for no reason it's so good (laughs) this this cracked me up i know exactly what you're talking about because in the last song Camp Rock or We, we rock. rock. Yeah. It's yeah. in they it was like whoever like did the music direction for this, they were like, Demi, why don't you take the high part in the chorus? And they do it every time. So every like, single time. They're like, we sound. It's, <laughs> it's so, always an opt out. Like Demi Lovato. Without they, yeah. they cannot blend at all and they shouldn't because no. they aren't a a choral singer. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, and their I mean their mixed belt is beautiful. I mean it still is and no always has been. I just I there were some ad libs that I heard in the songs now that I was like, they really went that hard. And, and on they were this really, like movie. 15, 16. 15, 16. I know. And the movie is the Which movie is, is like all them. 
Like it's carried basically by. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's really like no. The only adults are you. Literally mentioned it. The mom, which yeah. s- needed character, solid, and then Brown, yeah. who's also yeah. good, but not. It's all those yeah. kids, man. That it's yeah. the whole movie. Respect. I want to yeah. say the scene where Brown makes Demi sing a cappella. Scary. And like they they start out like really Terrible. soft, and then he has them redo it, and Mitchie starts to sing. I think in that moment was when we all realized that Demi Lovato was destined to be a star. Like I just yeah. watching that is crazy now. Just seeing where they are now, and I'm like, this was the start. Mm-hmm. This is when we knew they were destined I also, for greatness. I need to mention that scene specifically. Demi <laughs> back then, all of her, all of their teeth. You just you could see every every I time have, they yeah. opened their I mouth have, and sang, it was all of their teeth. It was like a dentist commercial I every have, time. <laughs> and it, it was wild. <laughs> I, 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 I have I written in my notes, Demi's mouth be huge in this movie. <laughs> I can see tonsils occasionally. I yeah, know. You like see back molars every yeah. time. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Matthew, what's another positive from oh, your shit. list? Here we go. I still have lots of positives on um, mine too. This is going to be a long episode, so it'll be fun. Um, you just said about Brown, yeah. one of my favorite lines of his is, if the class is a rockin', I'm glad I came knocking. <laughs> that one, yes. Just. That was one of the lines I was talking fire. about. <laughs> Absolute heat, bro. I love him. I like one of the messages in this movie about toxic friendships. Mm. I think that it's a really Mm. good message for the intended audience about how like somebody can seem really cool, but you know, if they're mean to you, what, what's the cost? You know, I just, I thought that it was really great. And we see that we see Demi go through this, which like, I, I went through the same thing as a kid. A lot of little kids go mm-hmm. through this with like a Tess Tyler figure. Yeah. Everybody can think of a mm-hmm. Tess Tyler from their Tess lives Tyler. that they they were friends with, even though they were the bully. And then so I just I love that we see Mitchie go through it. But we also have Caitlin, who has already gone mm-hmm. through it, giving this stellar advice. I just thought that it was a really good message for young kids. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, especially I I really liked that they added Caitlin's character, the person who had already gone through it. So they already have a knowledge of what goes Uh on and Mm -hmm. how to help, which you don't typically get. It's normally just like the lead has to figure it out themselves. So I liked having that extra character to help get Mitchie through that. And she was a good friend. She was like, when Mitchie yeah. started crying in front of everybody, she literally was like, not here. Yo, you don't cry she right was... here. And I was like, good yeah. friend. Yeah. But but also, they like, Caitlin did not put up with Mitchie's No, bullshit. she did like, not. Yeah. Like, which I loved. I, you know, they could have easily made Caitlin like, oh, like, it's okay. But like, let me teach you all the lessons that I've already learned. But like, when Mitchie fucked up, Caitlin was like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Don't called do that. that she called her <laughs> Which out. Which I loved. Yeah. Well, she should. Mm-hmm. Called her out all yeah, the time. Should. Nah. Caitlin's character, yeah. best written, I think, and 100% best yeah. actor. Oh, for sure. Allison Stoner is 100%, yeah. I, I think, the the best performer. Like, one of the best performers in that but show. Yeah. We, we need to talk about her introduction. No, not the key. <laughs> No. Just the keyboard and no. the computer. Check oh me out. no, that's dun, a dun, negative. Dun, 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 dun. 
yeah. I, she said, yeah, check me out. She plays it for three seconds, and it sounds like <laughs> when we dropped a shot glass in our garbage disposal <laughs> the other day. That's what her beat sounded like. <laughs> Literally, it was like some 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 crackling around. It was like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and Mitchie's like, wow, you're so good. <laughs> Wow. Oh, and then at the, and pajama, then the dancing, at the, the, the arm dancing. The arm dancing, with the pajama the, jam when she's no. playing. And I was like crazy oh that Caitlin wrote the soundtrack for an underground nightclub in the Mario Brothers <laughs> universe. <laughs> That's what I, I thought. It's so true. No, what's what's great is that uh, Allison Stoner has recreated those scenes yes, on TikTok. Has. Hilarious. She's I so love funny. them. Oh my God. Uh, I need to see that. But it, I just, it's burned into my brain, that little moment, the arm dancing the arm. moment into the keyboard. <laughs> so they did good. not let her dance nearly enough, considering she's the no. daughter of Missy Elliott. But, <laughs> also, <laughs> Matthew is <What>? so confused. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's how she was discovered. Missy Elliott would put Allison Stoner as a little child breakdancing in all of her rap videos. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that at all. I knew that I knew yeah. her from um, the Step Up series. Yeah, that's how she when yeah. she was like I don't know, like seven mm-hmm. or eight. She would she was a dancer yeah. in Missy Elliott yeah. videos. Well, damn, yeah. good for her. Yeah. First off, dope. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it it was crazy that <laughs> they had so much dancing and did not put the dancers at the front ever. Always in the background. We're getting into negatives. We're getting into negatives. Let's hear. Let's let's finish You're out right. our positive lists. Yo, the kitchen flower scene. Oh, no. <laughs> I have written as a pro. Could go either way. In terms of <laughs> so cringe. But in the way that Mitchie just absolutely fucking humbled what's-his-faces. What's Shane Gray. Shane Gray. <laughs> Don't get me started. with that. That's a, that's a con. We got plenty of those. But that kitchen flower scene in terms of like, she just face-planted, bam, right there. That was funny. I, I We chortled. Megan and I. Yeah, we did. And then she just didn't <laughs> didn't let him uh, get any shit. She's just like, yeah. that's not how you talk to people. I was like, stay mm-hmm. the hell yeah. What's crazy is that like Mitchie stood up to so many people, and she can she can come after someone. If she's she got to make that. And yet, snap! Like she's got to make yet, that. Yeah, and, and yet the Tess Tyler thing like never caught on. Befuddling. To that. Like, you don't <laughs> let other people disrespect you, but like Tess Tyler. I just think. I just I think she wanted to like be like included and like just to be like that performer yeah. and finally be accepted mm-hmm. as like a singer so badly that because Tess Tyler mm-hmm. like ran the camp, I guess she was, I guess she just, yeah. she was ashamed of her parents. Literally, that's why she mm-hmm. lied. Which is tragic. Which tragic. Her yeah. parents did the, the most, most for her and got her the to that probably, camp. Even though, like, like, she got, like, a discount for, like, that style of camp. Like, you know, like, what? Tessa's mom's on yeah. Broadway. Or, no. Caitlin's mom is on... Tessa's mom's a pop, pop star. star. Caitlin's mom is on Broadway. Mm-hmm. The camp director is, like, the was the yeah. lead guitarist of... Did he say Aerosmith? Or, uh... Aerosmith or Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stone, something like that. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of money. Like, definitely not yeah. a cheap... Yeah. Not not a cheap thing. Not a cheap camp. Yeah. Also, the mom. No, no that was probably Which like is, her college yeah. fund. And the, went into the mom that gave camp. up her entire yeah. summer too. Like I know that she probably would yeah. have done. Yeah. It was great for the business and all, but that was like a conscious decision on the part of the mom. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, during that yeah. scene, I didn't realize until we rewatched it. I've never noticed this before, but and I have this written as a pro because it's great storytelling. 
But like when the confrontation, whenever Tess like wants to ruin Mitchie and she's like, what? Tell us about your mom again. And like all of that shit, (laughs) as it pans, like it goes back and forth. Mitchie's mom is behind her in the frame the entire time as they're taught, as they're talking about it. So good. And then she like, after a little bit, she like literally turns and walks away. I was like, oh my God. So good. A moment. It, it oh, made man. me, it hit so hard. It made me so sad. I might have yeah, shed a tear. Like, honestly, yeah. RIP Mitchie's mom, just because, like, Mitchie <laughs> pretty much was like, she's dead to me. She, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't exist here. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. I did. Her. I did. I'm glad that there was reconciliation, though. Everybody learned. You guys were right at the end. Yeah. Like, ev- the end, like, finalizes like five or six different subplot lines that we've like developed throughout mm-hmm. the film. That's a pro, definitely a pro mm-hmm. in that pro yeah, category. They, they I have, I have one ends. more positive on my yes. list. Okay. The trumpet. Yes. Poor oh, soda. Oh my God. The trumpet, the, spe- the, That's the yes. coolest thing I've yes. ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. It's like that's the coolest like prop I've ever seen. For if for those who didn't rewatch it, it you have to it's, it rewatch is the movie. Amazing. Instead of and like a fountain, they have soda that pours out of trumpets. And you know they custom made 100%. that for this movie, oh, yeah. which is dope. Like that exists somewhere because I of this movie. Mm-hmm. I want it for yeah. our apartment. We should get I know. We should probably search. Yeah. It's probably in Los Angeles. Like it probably in storage yeah. somewhere deep deep in yeah. the bowels of some <laughs> storage room. <laughs> we'll, we'll find it we'll we find will. it yeah they, they were solid so those good. trumpet drink dispensers yeah. it was so cool that's what like made up my mind i was like oh yeah your mom's a legend mitchy cool your mom's a yeah. legend <laughs> oh yeah do we have any more positives on our lists i am good okay let me take one last little look through i think we've really if you want to rapid fire some the cd cookies also her mom was so committed At, to making mm-hmm. oh, everything. So good. She's like, do these look realistic? She was trying <laughs> so hard. Yep. The greatest. Um This is a this is a Mitchie's mom stand podcast. Uh, I have one <laughs> yeah. more. Whenever so th- that of the the confrontation happens and then, you know, they, they, they go their separate ways. Mitchie like, you know, learns a little bit. And then Shane Gray learns a little bit. And then they go to class and Mitchie goes to the, the back of the room and Shane no, Gray walks this can't in. can't be a positive. <laughs> I have it written, I have it no. written in the cons, but also an arrow pointing to pros because it was so funny. Because Joe Jonas <laughs> comes in and like gives this motivational speech to be yourself, but not to the, he's like, he's like, everybody sit down. We're going to discuss something. And dead ass looks not at the, not at anybody except Mitchie in the back. So animated <laughs> this whole time. He's like, you got to be yourself. Can you imagine being a kid in that classroom and how uncomfortable <laughs> that would be? Like we all yeah. have just found out that they were kind of like sneaking around and your hip hop dance teacher comes in and just starts yelling at this girl pretending he's also, talking to you all. Also, your hip hop dance teacher is uh, Joe Jonas. Yeah. Oh, that's my that's first all, negative. That's all I'll say. I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah. we all have the same first should negative. We, should this, this be the lead in? Should this, this be the lead into the real, cons? Real quick, I, I don't think we've talked about enough. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Before we leave oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. positives, oh, we haven't the discussed soundtrack the soundtrack. Sound. Soundtrack's good. I would venture to say it's better than High School Music. The first one, yes. Yes, yes. I And this is why I say this. Every song on this album 
if it was recorded by a an artist who was in the zeitgeist today, mm-hmm. they would all be hits. hits. Yeah. Like if like if Ariana Grande sang "Too Cool for You," it would be <laughs> too honestly, cool for you. If Ed Sheeran sang "Gotta Find You," top of the Yo, charts. that'd be pretty solid. Yeah, you're right. If the you're Jonas right. Brothers re-released "Play My Music," it would again be at the top of the charts. Yeah, if, for like sure. Pharrell did "Hasta La Vista." Every single one of these songs, if we for could, sure, right. we could re rebrand them and put them out. They're all good. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. So now we can go ahead and hop into negatives. The cons. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I have one quick one that I just think needs to be put out there. Okay. Cut most of the beginning. Cut Mitchie's friend. There was Get her no- out. <laughs> Why was she so there? True. Get her out. <laughs> I forgot about her. I literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I literally have written like, screw that best friend, bro. She's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, hey, Mitchie. the worst. Hey, Mitchie. Like, and she keeps bringing up Camp Rock, even though it's visibly making Mitchie sad. She's like, that's the camp <laughs> yeah. that everybody goes to. That's everybody. Oh, but I guess you knew that. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> She's the worst. The worst. Well, not the Dude. worst. We can't say that. Oh. There's somebody who is <laughs> You're right. so much work. We'll get to her. We'll get to her. That's so true. I, I want to say um, right off the bat, Joe Jonas teaching hip hop is a hate crime. (laughs) First of all, in that scene, not talking about Joe Jonas, uh, why the hats? Unnecessary and not needed, like in any sort of capacity. Also, I I do want to say, if we're talking about Joe Jonas's dancing, I think we also have to talk about Demi Lovato's because neither of them were okay in nope. the slightest. And Megan Martin and all, all, I wrote down, you can definitely tell who in this scene has dance background. And it is none of the leads. <laughs> none of them. <laughs> Not a single one. <laughs> yeah, it's concerning. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a thing. It's, oof. They're moving. Yeah. Oof. Also, speaking of Joe Jonas, and I, I mean, overall, um, acting, not great. <laughs> not, not great. Sorry about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they tried and I appreciate yeah. it. But there were like very few actors that I was like, okay, I can get down with this. Yeah. At least. Like mm-hmm. this is pretty good. But for the majority, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, yikes, which I did not remember from childhood. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought they were all fantastic and everything lovely mm. and great and not that they were like absolutely like the worst acting i've ever seen in my life but of the decoms that we've watched i feel like this is the lower <laughs> in my opinion mm. I, uh, that may be middle. rude i put it in the middle i don't know i feel like i mean <laughs> i'm very biased uh, i i love this movie mm-hmm. but yeah. i can't nope. lie and say that this is like great acting nope. or even like nope. really good i have uh, written down I'm like literally word for word. Kevin's acting horrendous. It's awful, <laughs> and I gotta and I judge it, it from an acting standpoint. You know, we're all actors here. It's terrible, Hor- at- horrible, horrible. That birdhouse yeah. line, yeah, made me. I don't know. It, something <laughs> inside me died a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. No, that's also Kevin. Uh, Kevin if you go to the loading screen of Camp Rock on oh, Disney no. Plus. That man legitimately okay. looks like he is in the Volturi of uh, my Twilight fans. <laughs> if we have any Twilight fans listening in, 
Um, That's also I, a podcast for a different time. I will be happy to lead that one. But <laughs> oh my god, they did Kevin so dirty, dirty, bro. They did Kevin dirty. They did, they did his dirty. hair my, is we awful. can we can discuss more in fashion. My other the hair choices. My other hot take yeah. is, and I feel like, and I'm gonna reference Camp Rock two a little bit into Camp Rock one. We'll allow even it. though he was barely in this, I would still say Nick Jonas is a much better actor in his scenes than Joe Jonas is. Mm-hmm. In the entirety of Camp Rock, which like obviously yes. like Nick's done a little yep. bit more like since Camp Rock, Nick had more yeah. like well he did he didn't he break up the Jonas Jumanji. Brothers? Yeah, yeah, he did break up the Jonas Brothers yeah. <laughs> to do a solo <laughs> yeah. thing, and he did a lot of like acting stuff. Like he was in a he yeah. was in the revival Jumanji. of Les Mis, the J- new Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Wait, he was in Les Mis. He was in How to Succeed in Business without really without trying. Really yeah, he replaced right? on Broadway. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. He replaced Daniel. Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe was yeah. on it. Yeah, he replaced yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. I saw Daniel this Radcliffe in it. Solid. Oh my god. That's if, if you've never seen the uh, the Tony performance of How to Succeed, they do Brotherhood of Man. Phenomenal. Oh, Look so it up. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's yeah. Kevin Con. Con. Yeah. yeah. His acting, yeah, Con. not good. <laughs> not good. Made me laugh, but not yeah. good. What about you, Megan? What's a dislike of yours? This is something I wanted to bring up. The number of campers changes throughout the movie <laughs> when it's convenient. <laughs> and yeah. I think we need to talk about this because I so I rewatched it last night. And there's a point where Mitchie's mom makes an offhand comment about how she needs to make chili for 300, Mm -hmm. which means that there is minimum 300 kids at the camp. 300 total. No counselors. Yeah. I feel like the counselors are like out of sight in this one because that's a Uh, that's something that's like referenced in the second one. Because, like, their counselors, yeah. like, leave and stuff. So I'm like, there has to be count. Mm. There has to be counselors. I guess that okay. they're just not interesting enough they, that we... We just don't see I them. guess we don't see them. I don't know. Yeah. But there's supposed to be 300 kids That's here. so many. And, like, at the different... At the different jams, it's, like, there's, like, maybe 20 kids. There <laughs> might be 100. And then, this is the thing that gets me. If there are 300 kids at this camp, and... Final jam is only four, three performances because Peggy's song was a surprise. So are they auditioning yeah. for final jam? And those are the only ones that got in. They can't be auditioning because so there's only Peggy three songs. didn't submit. Actually, in- there's only two. There's only yeah. two songs for final jam. Oscar because La Vista. it's Oscar La Vista and Tess Tyler's and then Peggy yeah. and Demi Lovato were surprises. Which means- So you're telling yeah. me a camp and- of 300 kids and that's how, also the audience size, that is Small. not the families of 300 no. kids. But also, wasn't the last song, was it We Rock supposed to be everyone in the camp? Yeah. Also, there's when did no they way learn 300 that? kids were in that scene. Yep. When did they oh, learn yes. that? Yes. That is one of my big <laughs> negatives. I was like, first of all, how are Mitchie and Shane's the lead of this song? Yeah. When they had no idea. How did they rehearse this? They, they did. had no idea that she was the voice. How did they rehearse that this? Was how did they moment. know? That was a problem. Because he would have heard her sing in in rehearsals and been like, that's the exactly. Girl. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, and also that's, the audience size was barely enough to believe it's the families for just the cast of Asta La Vista. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I just, the, it, it just they needed we needed a little more consistency with how many children are at this camp. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There needed to be a baseline, I, I, a, a solid yeah. baseline yeah. for it. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I also want to bring up, speaking of like the music, something that really annoyed me that I have never caught. The fact that there are harmonies and instruments yes. in the backgrounds of songs that are supposed to oh be my acoustic. God. <laughs> I, like the the I best can't. part of that is when Joe is singing, what is it? What's the song? Gotta Find You. Gotta Find You gotta to find her, you. but like staring deep into her eyes the whole song that man doesn't break eye contact first off if i was yeah yeah i was and they were so close i would be like what the fuck's going on (laughs) besides the point and yet suddenly like two other joe jones voices come on and i'm like maybe we're inside his psyche maybe we're inside of like his or like the scene like you know love you know like whenever you like you can hear sparks you feel sparks maybe you Mm -hmm. hear harmonies but the thing is, in Peggy's song, her and just a guitar, but you had a whole drum solo in the back. You oh. had all of this stuff going on. And I was like, also, wait, when did a band perform Another this? con, Peggy does not play that guitar even remotely. Like, no, she doesn't even no, try to Not at it, all. Bro. That, that hand is strumming <laughs> offbeat the entire time. Same chord structure. It's just like a rock sign. Yeah. And she's moving it around. Yeah. It's funny because like yeah. it was when Megan and I were watching it and I, I was trying to keep, you can tell with a little bit of like, like if you look really hard into it and you rewind the scene a couple of times, you can tell who's actually playing their instruments. And I'm convinced that the Jonas Brothers actually, and like their band to the side, they have like people to the side mm-hmm. of their stage when they do uh, mm-hmm. Music's in My Soul. Play my music. I'm convinced yes. that they're actually playing yeah. that. Like at least enough to, oh, to like yeah. they're singing along. That would make sense. They look real. Yeah. Peggy though? No. No. A for effort. Hard no. pass. A for effort. Not at all. Also want to bring up the food fight, which I have dubbed the world's lamest food fight between (laughs) Caitlin and Mitchie and Tess. First of all, it's just noodles. It's buttered noodles. It's like literally plain noodles. Uh, I don't even think they're buttered. Like if somebody dumped plain noodles on me, I wouldn't be pressed. I would just pick the noodles off my shirt. It's not like it was that offensive. They slid off. And then they're throwing noodles. Like they're just acting like it's so crazy and they're just throwing noodles. Noodles. Yeah. <laughs> it was the safe it was the safest food to food fight with at Camp yeah. Rock, you know? Like they were just the I just, it could have been more. It could have like been. if she had dumped soup on Caitlin, oh. that would have been Yeah. That would have been, been wild. worthy in my brain. Or something like yeah. sticky. Like maple yeah. syrup, you're done. Oh. Can you imagine? Mm. You imagine? Oh. I know, right? <laughs> Like if it's panca- if it's breakfast <laughs> food day, pancakes and waffles yeah. day, like done. That would have upped the. Age. That would that, that would raise really... the stakes. <laughs> that would have raised the stakes. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Also, speaking of the last one of the last songs, the long ass rotating shot of Mitchie and Shane during <laughs> "This Is Me" that ends in the awkward hand holding that's just right next to their face. Yep. When they should have kissed, like they were leading it up to a kiss, but this is Disney. They couldn't. So they awkwardly yep. hold they hands. They just hold hands and stare. Yeah. And it has, and they do a like close up shot of their faces at the very end, and they, their hands has to be in the shot, so they're just <laughs> holding hands <laughs> up by the sides of their face. It's like, oh. And it's so awkward. And also, how did his song just casually fit into hers? I just, so many questions. In- because they're both excellent musicians. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. They're, they're Next question. And they planned it. True performers. Yeah. I do have to say, that was the duet of the century. 
It, it, it was like if you yeah. had to if, <laughs> if we had to do a poll and say what is better Joe Jonas Demi Lovato doing This Is Me or Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga Shallows <laughs> in terms of better song in terms of chemistry oh, no. I just think that maybe oh, Joe and Demi beat them out just a little just bit a little. Can we and please I think make that, that a poll yeah, no, on the or Instagram yeah I will absolutely I will because I think Please. I think they were Oscar snubbed. Hmm. Let's see. What's another negative? Okay. This is this is something I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm not trying to be a Shane Gray apologist here. But <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> where are we headed? I'm so intrigued. It's it's the flower scene. The scene where he goes in and Demi throws flower on her face. Um, he goes in and yes, I will. I will be the first to say he is being a jerk. However. The sentence that he says is, I had my agent send over my allergy list and I couldn't go near my breakfast this morning. That's kind of serious. You're not like, wrong. Not gonna, You're not like, wrong. Like, he has a right to be mad. He has a right to go to the kitchen and be like, you could have killed me because you served me <laughs> breakfast that I'm allergic to. That's, I don't yeah. think that he's that out of line. That's true. That is, uh, that's very no, true. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm so yeah. sorry. I don't think to, that makes you a Shane but, Gray apologist. I just think that means that you are uh, well aware of uh, restaurant and food safety. Yeah. <laughs> I took my food my yeah. food handler's quiz. Exactly. Yeah. You got that California food handler's quiz. It's coming yeah. in handy. It really came in handy here with Camp it Rock. Is. Like that's yeah. something that like you gotta like you gotta alert the kitchen. Kitchen yeah. needs to be known. Which the kitchen is Mitchie's mom, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That could hurt her and business. She didn't, even, yeah. she didn't even tell her mom about that situation. So she no. never knew that she yeah. she could have killed him again. Crazy. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh um, my God. I I do. I think we should just hop into what? this because I know we this need is it. going to we be need, a long conversation. Say it with me. Okay. Two words. Um, One, two, three. Test Test Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> no. Let's begin. I, Let's begin. I, are, I have so many so words. Many First of all, she is the dollar store brand of Sharpay. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. That that is what she is. I cannot see her any other way. I hate her as a character <laughs> so much. It's that it's for me. It's that they, Disney thought that she was going to be as iconic as Sharpay, and the oh, thing never. with Sharpay, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sharpay is a villain, one hundred percent. But yeah. Ashley Tisdale makes her likable because she's passionate about what she does, and also right. Ashley Tisdale plays her two faced, so she's nice to people's mm-hmm. faces and is scheming. Tess is just a bitch the whole, whole time. Movie. Whole time, and it's. Crazy to me that people like Sharpay more when Tess actually has like the backstory. Like Tess mm-hmm. could have been really yeah. good because she has her her problems with her mom. That is a but, well like I'm I'm glad that they included that relationship, but still but, not an excuse because no. Tess Tyler was a bitch yeah. that whole fucking time, the whole man. Movie. The whole and time. We we need to talk about her flip at the end to suddenly being a nice person. Yeah. No. So it. quick. And it doesn't stick. It doesn't stick no. because she's a villain no. in the second movie too. Yes. Well, she leaves the camp. Yeah. Leaves the camp. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jesus. No, and I- also, her, her songs, the two worst. 
Yeah, two worst the two of the worst entire songs. movie. Okay, actually, I will say this. So, because <laughs> at the end of the podcast, we will be ranking our favorite songs. Mm-hmm. So I, I was listening to the soundtrack after I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And there are some songs that hit harder when you just listen to them rather than in the movie. And I will say, yeah. Too Cool For You is a very good song when you can't see her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Too much The shoulderography. The yeah. shoulderography and Too Cool For All You. All the shoulders. And she just doesn't shoulder. have great stage presence, mm-hmm. too. Like I, but I and I feel a little bad saying this, but just I don't know if it was a character choice or just the actresses or whoever saying. I assume the actress saying it. Um, like her voice just didn't agree with my ears. <laughs> like I just, I it was very like nasally, and I don't know if it's because also the editing of it was uh, could have been like I don't know. It could have been the editing. I would just, every time she sang, I was like, it just feels like a little like grating to me. And I don't know if that was on purpose. I just don't, if it just I just don't think she was like was. that fantastic of a performer compared to everybody else that was like no. showcased. Yeah. So no, like, very true. yeah, she yeah. was the daughter of like. Essentially Britney Spears. Oh shit. Yeah. I think that's what they were trying to say. It was like TJ Tyler is like a Britney Spears kind of character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. But yeah, I agree with you, Matthew. She doesn't have stage presence. No stage presence. No, no. not at all. The mirrorography at the end. <laughs> oh my god! When her mom comes in with like the waiter dancers, like they're dressed yes. in their outfits. It could have. It could have been a. It could have been a banger performance. It truly could have been. You could have yeah. used all those cam, all those mirrors for angles, and then she runs back and like literally fake cries for like four <laughs> seconds. And. They zoom in on her face and she has no, no tears. tears. Like they did her so dirty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I, poor that poor actress was trying so hard yeah, and nothing. they did her dirty on that didn't. one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No tears. Yeah. No tears to cry. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No man. She It was I, very funny hearing Matthew yell about Tess Tyler the whole movie. I have her <laughs> written so many times in this uh con section. A couple of times over, yeah. I say, this bitch has the audacity, bro. The stuff All that comes out of her mouth, and I'll reference a couple of scenes here. First off, the cabin move-in scene, when she, like she's like, Mitchie, just take my take her bed, bro. She's like, you, yeah. she won't mind. Who the fuck do you think that you was, are? <laughs> that was literally a, she was doing a power move, which is psychotic because she's 15 years old. Bonkers. She is doing psychological yeah. warfare. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> we'll, she's we'll continue down here. The audacity again. Shane Gray had the audacity too at a couple of points. Yeah, that's true. Oh, when they're, uh, they are in the first dance scene, whenever Joe Jonas comes in and he's like, pick up a mic and follow me. If you can, and then he does just ab like I don't I don't know if that's really hip hop choreography I I, I don't no. know, but like no. the one the drummer guy like I think at some point somebody bumped into him and he falls down and Megan can vouch for me I rewinded this scene like three damn times <laughs> to make sure that this guy was performing before that that was the only slip up. In this man's choreography. And you know what Tess Tyler responded with? Talk about dancing to the beat of a different drum. What ADR. the fuck? Tess? ADR, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm terrible. I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I was like, out of pocket. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Why would you say yeah. that about a fellow, like somebody who you probably don't know, or maybe you've been to camp with like one or two times at this point in time. Yeah. And you're just like, the you, s- t- you fell down. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. What? Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> Do I have Tess Tyler in here again somewhere? I have underlined Weemel. W-E-M-L. In a con. Weemel. Whatever major loser. Oh. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Weemel. Oh, yeah. Weemel. Weemel. Oh, that's, that's the so new, good. That's the new thing. Weemel. Weemel. That, the grip that scene the grip that that had on the playground crazy oh my god oh yeah. my god that's nuts but yeah in that scene the audacity as well so we already talked about mm-hmm. caitlin's semi-questionable dj electrono performance but this she had not even performed five seconds and tess tyler yeah. gets so damn jealous that she's like there's mm-hmm. a snake in here to stop the performance first off First off, I don't understand why at this point, after this all happened, why they would just wouldn't let Caitlyn continue what she was playing. I guess maybe yeah, in the movie yeah. needed to, you know, that was the course yeah. of the plot line and the scene. But the audacity of Tess Tyler. Yeah. Just because she didn't. Well, maybe she thought she, maybe she thought she did see a snake, but she was accidentally looking in the mirror instead. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zingers. <laughs> Josh needs to oh, add it. in a <laughs> sound right there. <laughs> uh, I do want to pose this question while we're talking about Tess. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pose this to the two of you. Do we think that Tess Tyler is a good mean girl character? Like in like the arc, the, the stereotypic role mm-hmm. of mean girl to the plot, do we think she fulfills that well? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I, here's the thing. I don't, but also I kind of do because I, yeah. the way she played it you makes hate me it. hate her so, so much. So we've talked yeah. about this before with like mean girl characters mm-hmm. and I, there's like three criteria that you need. Okay. You have to believe that they're popular enough to like influence everybody. Okay. And we, we see that, I guess, A but little? like, I don't yeah. know why she's popular because like she's mean. It's just because it's her. just because of her mom. Yeah. The only reason yeah. she has status at yeah. Camp Rock is because mm-hmm. of her mom is this major you, recording uh, thing. Yeah. And then the, one of the other criteria is you have to want to punch them in the face. She checks that 100%. box. 100%. I, I want to fight her. Um, I would yeah. fight her. I will square up to Tess for yeah. sure. 100%. And then I can't remember what the third one was. I think it was like they have to be a little backhanded. Like you have to oh. believe they can't be fully uh full mean all the time uh-huh. I just think she, she was, was full mean, mean all the time she didn't have any redeeming yeah. like the only redeeming quality and and again like you're so right about the pacing the pacing of this movie was just all over the place and the pacing yeah. of it like we get the whole movie like there's not one redeeming quality except maybe i think it's in the first move-in scene when she gets that initial phone call from her mom or something she's hanging out hanging out with the girls and she's like excited to talk to her and she's like apparently the mom's like i gotta go and she's like oh okay like i'll talk to you later that's the only thing besides her saying mean things before the ending of where we get the mom walking in so like i don't yeah like i i sort of do feel sympathy for her but at the same time i really don't because <laughs> i'm like yeah. you've been so mean yeah. this entire time to everybody you've made everybody's lives hell you've lied 
You you framed. Mm. She framed. <laughs> Bruh, we we didn't even oh talk gosh. about that part. Uh, no, no. Speaking of the bracelet that she uses to frame uh-huh. Mitchie, mm-hmm. the scene where she pulls Mitchie's songbook out and then talks to the bracelet <laughs> was the most uncomfortable scene I have watched in a long time. I was like, why, why is she was talking she ta- to this why bracelet? Was she? She, because she's a why? master in psychological warfare. This child is psychotic. The child I, needs help. Tess Tyler. <laughs> she would be, she would be a great, she would be a great dictator of a country. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be a great politician. Oof. But a horrible teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That's that terrifying. terrifying. She has no empathy. Nope. She's actually uh, a sociopath. No. She really is. Until that end, when finally she feels a little bit of like, I guess she's just upset. She doesn't mm-hmm. even. Well, she tripped. Yeah. She tripped on stage and then ran off. And yeah. that was made her. That was the, her changing moment. That was her defining moment. Yeah. Not Mitchie and Caitlin like standing up and being like, "Bro, you need to let you're." There's something wrong with yeah. you, man. Like you, you suck. suck. Yeah. <laughs> you're garbage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I don't get her arc at yeah. all because there really yeah. wasn't one overall. She just sucked like through and through. Yeah, just was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I have another question I want to pose to you. Mm-hmm. Unless, do you all have more negatives yeah. that you want to throw out? It's a lot of Tess Tyler. We really covered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is, I have a question. Do we think that the winner of Final Jam, what do we feel? Who do you think should have won Final Jam? Oh, okay. I see. Not Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not Peggy. I just like, I love, and this I is, love the song. Here's the thing. This yeah. is but, this is why I hate watching shows like America's Got Talent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because no matter, you, you got these groups coming in that are unique. They're fire. Dude, Asta La Vista built trampolines into the stage and did choreography. I think they should have won. And this girl just came on so stage good. and sang a song. I understand. She's, fi- she's finding herself. She's really, we get a montage of her moments, which. That's in my negatives. I forgot. Which I didn't ask for personally. (laughs) It was so funny though. The flashbacks were horrible. It was so funny though. (laughs) But no, no, absolutely not. Asa La Vista should have won. A hundred percent. Like in terms of, in terms of up-tempo-ness, they engaged the audience. The choreography was better. Like. I do have a question. Okay. Okay. How did, I can't remember. What is the other. Ella. Ella, how did she just happen to jump into this choreography? That's, that and know was the thing. Impressive. I was like, I was like, no wonder, <laughs> it, no wonder she kept messing up Tessa's number. She was like going off for her Sonasta La Vista yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, like I wish, I wish they just put a line in there where she was like, fine, I'll just perform with them. Like as if yeah. she had a backup plan this yeah. whole yeah. time. I would have loved like, that. But I was just like, they're just carrying her into this piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, all she it? had to learn was keep doing your thing, thing, thing. That's all she did. <laughs> I mean, that's, she danced with them. She danced. Yeah. But like. Yeah, choreography. Choreography, she nailed. But, oh my God, yeah. guys. <laughs> just thought it was I'm, funny. So I'm good. I'm so sorry to backtrack to Tess Tyler, but there's a scene playing in the background that I f- <laughs> forgot about. We mentioned it. We mentioned it. Mitchie's coming in after she gets publicly humiliated and Shane comes in. Mm -hmm. But when she comes in, I forgot about this. She comes in and everybody's staring at her here. We'll go back a little bit. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go back a little bit. Tess Tyler literally looks at her and she's like, what a joke. And walks <laughs> away. Are Crazy. you? Crazy. Uh, fighting words. Are fighting you... words. Absolutely. Just... I don't. It's. How? Don't... How? <laughs> Tess. How? Tess. How? Sorry, sorry <laughs> that's the last thing. I promise. Tess Tyler is it's done. Okay. I'm not thinking about her it's again. It's okay. So let's, let's move into fashion. Fashion. Oh, no. I'd like us to start with the Jonas Brothers hair. And I want to start off by saying that the day the Jonas family hair straightener broke was the best day for collective history ever. I felt like Joe looked like Zuko from Avatar for most of this movie. Mm -hmm. And... He yeah. got he got those Zuko vibes part. too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I also want to say if Joe Jonas's hair in this movie is a misdemeanor, I think Kevin's is a war crime. Yeah. Oh, for 100%. sure. 100%. Kevin's Kevin's was getting in the way of his daily life. Like he yeah. couldn't see like yeah. anything. Like when he was walking on stage, he was just like trying to get his hair out of his out. face. I I feel so bad that that is immortalized on film forever. For him. Also, that hair with the giant black and white scarf, scarf that he wore. Oh my wore god! Is something that will forever Haunted. be burned into Haunted. my brain. My god! Haunted. <laughs> my god! And I like. I just want to say, overall, the costumes of this movie are om- overwhelmingly tragic. Yeah. Just like <laughs> really bad. It's a- yeah. Yeah, it's, and I think Allison Stoner has the worst ones. I don't know who Allison Stoner oh. pissed off in wardrobe, but they <laughs> they yeah. made her look horrible. Literally, I can you know, tell right you, there. she's wearing like. Oh, a- wait, or is that the scene where Mitchie has her lime green boots? Yes. <gasps> They're all oh, no. They are terrible. Yes. Mitchie has oh the same God. pair of fringy so boots in three different colors: green, purple, and one and of brown. them is lime green. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Allison Stoner's outfits, my least favorite outfit of all in this entire movie is Caitlyn's outfit at the end with the gray and pink leopard print shirt over the oh. fishnet long sleeve with the mini <laughs> silver necktie. Wait a minute. Where is this? It's it's at the very end. It's at the end. very end. It's the final jam look. <laughs> Matthew that. is now fast forwarding to the final jam. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, <laughs> oh. Where am I going to oh. see it? Oh, it's- also, I don't know if any of if either of you noticed this. Were the characters in this movie color coded? Because it felt like mm. Tess Tyler wore exclusively blue. Mitchie wore a lot of like uh, magenta to kind of purple kind of tones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Red. It felt like Allison Stoner was in a lot of lime green and lime pink outfits. Mm. Peggy was yeah. wore a lot of orange. Ella wore a lot of pink. Mm. I just felt like we yeah, were very that is true. That. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Look at their dancing. <laughs> they are throwing their arms so hard. I'm just waiting to get to uh, oh Kate. I want to see Caitlyn. I want to see this look. Wait, go go back to right before this is me. That's when you'll see it. Right before this is me. Yeah. When they're in the wings talking to Brown. I love having the movie live. <laughs> I do too. Hang on. Uh, while he's searching for that, I want to bring up a specific outfit Joe Jonas wore. Uh-huh. Which was skinny jeans, a boat neck t shirt, and a leather suit jacket. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
What are you talking about? That's high fashion oh. in 2022. What are you? Are you kidding me? That's true. It's <laughs> he was ahead of the times. He was. He was. So bad. Uh, I also want to bring up Tessa's all green look. The pajama she jam. Looked, yeah, it looked like something like a grandmother would wear. Yeah, it like, was very it was really. Yeah, yes, incredibly <laughs> Chico's. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Like I think that shirt and would it look was great on my mom, but not yeah. on not on a fifteen year old girl. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I love a good monochrome look, mm-hmm. but in like a Chico style and just like a dark green, it was yeah. the weirdest look that she also, wore. Where did all these girls get their matching clothes? Like, where are they? Is great there, question. Like the Camp Rock fashion store on site like <laughs> they probably have like yeah. <laughs> they got a clothing just, store camp rock clothing line was that yeah. like the was that the way people work i can't remember what fashion was in 2008 and i don't just think because you probably blocked it out because it's so bad i don't think i was a, a part yeah. of it like, <laughs> no <laughs> no but no, i do same. i remember thinking that those little fringy boots demi lovato wore i thought i wanted those Ooh. they were the cutest thing in 2008 the and now, boots Oh my god. <laughs> so, is it time for us to rank our songs? I think it's time. Okay, so I let, time. let's Here all, we we'll all take turns and do our number three, and then we'll go up. So, oh, Matthew. okay, okay. Matthew, why don't you start, since you're our guest. You can start. What's your number three song, favorite song in the movie Camp Rock? I think I have to rank Hasta La Vista at number three. Okay, interesting, interesting, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Can you can you give us a little bit of why? Just a it's, little. Here's the thing: I completely forgot about it until I rewatched it. Like, oh, I was trying to think okay. of songs, and I was like, I just couldn't think of it. And it came on, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is a banger. However, Shit. there are personally two songs that I would rank above Hasta La Vista in terms of vibes. A little bit. Give me your number three. What's your number three, Megan? Okay. My my number three. Okay. First of all, I want to say. It was very close between the, this these two songs okay. and number three. So I will say my honorable number four is What It Takes. Who's got what, what it takes, takes to be a man? That song Yo, is really okay. good. A sleeper. Really a, good. A that, is, that is my honorable mention because it, yeah. it hits. Mm-hmm. I put number three, This Is Me, because nice. of nice. I think it's a good okay. song. I think the performance where it falls in the movie is very good. And for cultural impact, it has to be in the top three. Nice. Indeed. Indeed. Sabrina, what about you? Okay. So I am currently in my brain switching everything around. So <gasps> yeah, this is live in oh, action. Man. Oh, man. To rank these songs. <laughs> Let's go. So I, I originally listed five songs and I, I have those as my like core five. Right. Mm-hmm. But I am currently trying to decide, but I think, my third song is, and my honorable mention is also what it takes. Very good I song. I love that song. It's a great song. My third song would probably be Gotta Find You. I love a good ballad. It's very good. I would listen to it whenever. I get it's, it. It's just, I get it. It's yeah. solid. It is a good one. I think one. I would. Uh, yeah. Man, okay. We're, now I feel like I need to redo my list. We're all going to have all <laughs> different know. ones. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's going to be yeah. great. Oh. That's a good one. Okay, Matthew, number two. Number two. Music is in my soul, baby. <gasps> Play by Play music. Play, is that what it is? That's a good song. I have written yeah. music in my soul. Music is in my <laughs> no. soul. Yeah. yeah. It's so catchy. Oh. 
It, it is. Yeah. I think it's one of. I mean, like, I'm glad that uh, if there was a song to show off the Jonas Brothers in the first one, I think that was a very good one that showed them off, like in that universe as well as like Connect Four. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's a so- it's a banger, and it's one that I would would will and would listen to on repeat. Yes. I would rank yeah, that number two. For sure. Number Martin, two for Megan, me. Megan, what about you? My number two. And this went back and forth. My number Ooh. two and my number one have flip-flopped so much. Mm-hmm. But okay. I am going to, I'm going to go with what I have written. Mm-hmm. Number two, Asta La Vista. Okay. I, I, think, <laughs> it's, I think it's it, the best. It's a banger. It has, mm-hmm. it, in terms of like production value in the movie, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. reason that it hit number two is because it does, I feel like it doesn't hit as hard just listening to it. Yeah. But if we're going to take okay. into account the movie, the trampolines, the dancing. They're so good. Just like the overall yep. stage presence of all these kids in this scene. It's a great song. Yeah. It is so yeah. good. Yeah. And it, I like yeah. I said, on at any given moment, it could be my number one. But for right now, I'm going to put it at number two. That's, a, that's a good decision. <sighs> okay. So... I feel like on my list, I have left off some of the big ones, and I have a lot of the smaller ones that that's weren't all, very popular. That's all right. So, so my number two is actually "Who Will I Be?" Oh, because that song, okay. the opener. Yeah. That song is fun. Mm-hmm. The message is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, and I'm also really into like pop punk right now. Yeah. So I think that's just where yeah. like my brain yeah. is at. <laughs> it's but a good like, opener too. Song, it's a great opener, and I when when it started, I was like, "Hold on, why wasn't this one as popular as I feel like it should mm-hmm. be right now?" Yeah. Like it's so it's good. good, and I felt like people slept on it. Mm-hmm. Heike slept that's on. So it. that's my number. Heike two. slept on. Yep, Matthew, your number one song. It's number one for a reason. Oh boy, <laughs> it's number one. It it encapul it encapsulates the whole movie. And we, we have to wait for it. They tease us with it. They tease us with it a little bit. But then finally, we get it at the end. We rock, baby. Camp <laughs> rock. Come on, number one. Let's go. It is just, it is, it is, it in camp rock. We rock. Yeah. That's the whole motto. That's yeah. what we're learning. We rock. Mm-hmm. Be proud of yourself. It's behind you right now. Yeah, it is on the TV <laughs> right now. I don't know if you can play it. We might get sued. <laughs> Okay, that was just, never mind, never mind. You guys didn't hear anything. Our audience didn't hear a single thing except our voices. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's something I can bump. It's, it's, I don't yeah. know. It's my, it's my number one. I can't really describe it. It's just, it's got that top ranking. I don't think anything from that, mo- this movie can, I, I rewatch. It was my number one when I first watched it. It was mm-hmm. number one then. It's number one now. It's a good song. It's a good song. Nice. Mm. nice. However, my number one is Play My Music by the uh, Jonas Brothers. Okay, okay, I, okay. It, okay. It, not, only, not only does it hit so hard in the movie, I danced around my room so hard to this song. I put it, yeah. I put it on all the speakers. I was oh, jamming yeah. out. It is overall just a great song within the context of the movie and without context. And mm-hmm. I think the Jonas Brothers are elite. And uh, they are. That's a great song. Yeah. It, yeah, it's my number two. So, <laughs> so I actually, which this may be cheating, but I have a tie for number <gasps> one. It's not um, cheating because it's your podcast. And <laughs> I've <true>. had this. <laughs> 
That's you make the um, rules. So, and I have them for two different reasons. Okay. So my number one on one end mm-hmm. is Hasta La Vista. Mm-hmm. It's a banger. Mm-hmm. And in the mm-hmm. context of the movie, the scene is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like overall, it's just so fun. And I have listened to it just like yeah. in the car mm-hmm. on a drive and it's, it hits. Yeah. I'm glad that all three of us have it in top three. Yeah. Yes. That's a, yeah. It's deserved. And then... It, absolutely. And my other tie is play my music because I could not yes! have yeah, that on my list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, like, that song is just the epitome of Jonas Brothers in that time. Yeah. And it's gold. It is. It's, it's so, so good. So good. The, it, it is not, it doesn't feel like it's a kid song, too. It, like, I, I like yeah. it today as an adult. Absolutely. It, so it has a, a very good yeah. replayability, a lot of replay value. Yeah. Oh. You know? As do a lot of the Jonas Brothers songs when they were uh, like younger at this point in time. Yeah. 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 So, would you all like to hear some fun facts about this movie? Yeah. 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 Uh I have have some good ones. (laughs) I have some good ones on deck. Okay. 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 First one. This movie took 25 days to film and seven months to edit. Oh. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Poor editors. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. That's a that's a very yeah. short film like schedule yeah. as well. Yeah. Twenty five days. Cra- like twenty five days, and then it's like the cultural impact it had. So like it, it's crazy. <laughs> this is one that I I enjoyed reading. I thought it was kind of funny. Megan Martin, who plays Tess Tyler, dislocated her shoulder while filming Too Cool for You. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no! so much sense. Cause she was doing it too hard. <laughs> she was going too hard. With that that is so funny. Stop. Oh my god, that's incredible. So this is a this is a very interesting one. Nick and Kevin Jonas were not in the original script. Their characters weren't really? in the original script. They were yeah. written into the movie after Joe Jonas was cast as Shane Gray mm-hmm. because the writers thought that this movie would be a good avenue to get the Jonas Brothers more in the mainstream. Yep, and it worked. It yeah. did. It did. Literally. It worked. That's smart. That's probably why, like, a decent reason why Joe might have gotten it in the first place, too. That could have yeah. influenced the decision yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is a this is a cute one. Demi Lovato has said in an interview that they fell in love with Joe Jonas during the lake scene when he was <gasps> singing "Gotta Find You" to them. Wow. That's when stop. That I is would the too. Moment. <laughs> I know. No, I was, when I rewatched it last night, I was looking and I was like, I might be in love now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Like, no, yeah. It would. It's impossible. He's if dreaming. Joe Jonas has so much charm, yeah. and he he's singing that song to you. Oh my! Looking God. into your Come eyes on. on a lake. Yeah. With the mountains behind yeah. you. And then Beautiful. this is How an infuriating fun fact. Infuriating. Jasmine Richards, who plays Peggy, okay. does not do her own singing in this movie. What? She lip syncs. That is not her. Wait, who is the voice though? I don't do know. We know. I don't you can see it that on is the soundtrack. Because so if you sad. look at the soundtrack, it doesn't have her name. We need to call out whoever so voice she, that is. She didn't because they have an I'm incredible it, it's voice. It's true. But that means she didn't sing or play her guitar. She no. definitely shouldn't have won Final Jam. This is a, a greatest showman. Her name, it really is. her name is Renee Sandstrom. The act, Renee Sandstrom uh-huh. is who sings well, the song. Renee Sandstrom, you have a great voice and yes. thank you. Made me mad. For this beautiful song. Come on to the podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Join us. Yeah. We'll talk to you. Yeah. So that those are my fun facts. Dang. Yeah. Those are good. That one blew my mind. Dang, and it made good. me a yeah. little heated. I'm a little angry. Yeah. 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 Maybe I should have yeah. ended with the cute one about Demi Lovato, but. Nah, just, just that's all right. <laughs> no, it's still it's okay. cute. It's still cute. Yeah. So I was just wondering, maybe like, where are these, where are some of these actors now? Where are they? Maybe just. Well, I can tell you uh, the absolute bare minimum about the Jonas Brothers. Let's go. That's fine. It's, a, it's been a long episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So Joseph Adam Jonas, also known as Joe Jonas. Not what his government. The? <laughs> um, he was cast recently in a Korean war movie called Devotion what? that filmed in 2021 and is expected to premiere this year in 2022. Wow. Crazy. Also, Maybe we'll in February, it. he announced the return of DNC. Oh, his band. Yes, DNC, yeah. his band, yeah. Cake okay. by the Ocean. And mm-hmm. released a song by a Norwegian DJ titled Dancing Feet. So that's their wow. most recent. Good for them. So next we have Nicholas Jerry Jones. Nicholas Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, no. He, get, he just got a little less hot. <laughs> um. Not Jerry. So so here's the thing. He's been doing a lot, but I just picked the most interesting that I found. He's set to star as Frankie Valley in Jersey Boys Live this year. I think that what? will be I think that will be really good. I hold hard oh, yeah. for it. I'm in, I'm excited. I, I love not, Jersey Boys. Was not a big fan of him as Marius. He was in the uh I think the twenty fifth mm-hmm. revival. And like the yeah. original was Marius Ball, and I know that's that's not a lot of people probably know who that is, but like just so much better than mm-hmm. Nick Jonas, unfortunately. But that role fits him very well. I have high hopes. Yeah. It's a great jukebox musical. Love it. I'm excited. Nice. And last but not least, thank you, Paul Kevin Jonas the second. Oh God, <laughs> Paul Kevin <laughs> the second. Um, so. It, Kevin Jonas and his wife, Danielle, wrote a children's book called There's a Concert in My Bedroom. And he also founded a construction and real estate company called Jonas Warner, I think is what it's called. Mm. Because I can't read my own handwriting. That's all right. But yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. Kevin's just he being a cute little children's book. Kevin's being Kevin, bro. He's always been Kevin. Kevin is always being Kevin. He's always being Kevin. <laughs> underrated. Underrated Jonas brother for yeah. sure. Yes. Agreed. So love him. I, I think it's time. I think it's time to wrap up our thoughts mm-hmm. and figure yes. out where we're gonna put this on the ranking very quickly. Matthew does have Ooh. to leave. Oh, gotta go work. But so so we'll just it's we'll give start. our we'll give our quick little final thoughts. I'll, I'll start. I love this movie. It's still one of my favorite decoms. Like I said, I haven't seen it since 2012, still knew all the words, and my negatives do not reflect my love for the movie. I think it's great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so Matthew, would you like to wrap up yours? Absolutely. Fun, any final I, uh, thoughts? Absolutely. I uh, I also, I, I really, really like it. It has become something of a, uh, like a comfort movie that I will just like randomly put on like a couple of movies and like stuff have made that list. Twilight's one of them, you know, just something to put on <laughs> on a rainy day, you know, on yeah. a sunny morn. For really any any scenario, if I want, you can you can tune in, you can laugh at it, you can laugh at the cheesiness, or you can you know take a little bit of the uh, the life lessons Amazing. that it gives you, or what just watch Absolutely. the cool performances yeah. as well. Yeah. Sabrina, what about you? I still love this movie. I mean, there are some. <laughs> 
some glaring negatives but my love for this and also like i do have to say my nostalgia for this movie can, takes that over and i i love it the songs are so incredible mm-hmm. that you cannot discount this movie like at all because the songs just that came out of it so, so good. good it's so and good they yeah. still hit and honestly i would watch this movie still over and over again yeah absolutely 100%. so for for the ranking i'm just mm-hmm. gonna say it i think that this okay. movie is I think it's better than High School Musical, and I know that's okay. that's, I know that's very controversial. But I think that I would venture to put Camp Rock. Oh, above or below Up, Up and Away. Sabrina, you make the call. Oh, you're putting this on me. Okay. Oh, um. Oh. Oh no. Well, it's hard to. It's hard to judge this because the music in this is what really takes it over the top, but Up, Up, and Away didn't have music. And so no. you can't really judge it based on that. So I just it's a tough one. production, production value, all the choreography, all the, everything that went into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, they did that in 25 days, y'all. Yeah. Like, that's impressive. That's crazy. That's impressive. Um, so I, I would say I could put it above Up and, up and Away. I would Let's say. go, Camp so, Rock. Okay. Camp Rock takes the number seven slot wow. on our list of twenty six movies. Let's go! Amazing! Oh so my God, goodness! Babe. Matthew, thank you so much for coming on yes. the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me back. We'll bring so you back to Camp Rock too. Yo, please! I cannot wait. Sky High. You Yo, also I've back personally for. requested yes. Sky High. <laughs> that is one that is a, a high ranking in my uh, my Very collection. Excited. Yes, Very absolutely. Excited. So, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Please join us back next week when we will be reviewing Pixel Perfect. <laughs> I forgot what we were doing for a second. Pixel Perfect. Very excited for that movie. Yes. Can't wait. Awesome. I have very vague memories. Yeah, me too. Me too. So Megan, where can you find us online? Well, as always, you can find us over on Instagram at Disney Channel Unoriginal Pod. Also, if you like us, you can rate us five stars. And if you feel so inclined, you can also leave us a review and let us know which DCOM you want to hear about next. We release new episodes every Sunday. So until next time, I'm Megan. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Matthew. And you've been listening to D-Cup. The Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Also, before we go on, can I tinkle? <laughs> I had a big cup of tea. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Okay. 100%. Josh, cut that out. <laughs> Don't cut it out, Josh. Keep it in. <laughs>